0: Hello and welcome to Spiderwebs A collection of spooky stories and haunting hearsays Original tales written by me the Z for all of you Welcome to the Spiderwebs Podcast Welcome to the Spiderwebs Podcast podcast. You ever get stuck in the middle of the night Alongside the road It could be the road of life. It could be the road that you're traveling on. And sometimes along the way, someone will come up and try to help you out. But you have to decide whether or not you want that help. Well, that's the situation in tonight's story titled Lost and Found. It was exactly 2am when I ran out of gas right there in the middle of nowhere. I was traveling on route 15 north to visit a friend whose wife wasn't feeling too well. She had caught a bad case of something horrible and we weren't too sure if she was going to survive. I needed to be there hours ago but the storm came through and I couldn't see where I was going and now I had no choice. I could see the lights from a town up ahead. So I thought I might as well hoof it from here and see what I could find. It was such a cold night. October 25th and the leaves were flying everywhere right here in the upper side of Maryland. I grabbed my coat and my gloves, locked up the car, and headed up towards those lights I could see up in the distance. About an hour into my walk, I could feel the strain on my legs. I've been walking uphill ever since I left the car. I was surprised that no one had passed me yet. I wasn't one for hitchhiking, but the thought was starting to cross my mind. Once I finally reached the summit of a huge hill, I noticed that the lights were still way off in the distance. seemed so strange, but I truly felt like I never made any progress from down there to all the way up here. I could see a small nugget in the distance of my car all the way back down the hill but those lights that were ahead were a long way off. I looked at my watch after what seemed to be about two hours and was shocked to learn that only 15 minutes had passed. I checked to see if my watch was working. It was digital and it lit up and the seconds were going by just fine. I stood at the top of the hill and really felt that maybe I should have stayed down by the car. It was so cold and the wind was blowing so hard. That was a very long way down, and I was sure I wouldn't make it down there in 15 minutes. So I forged ahead. After walking for what truly seemed to be another hour, I stopped to look back at my watch again. 2.45 a.m., I figured something had to be wrong with this whole thing. I just walked onward. Now I had reached the end of a very long plateau and was about to descend down a very long hill. Those lights looked as if they were behind another humongous hill and I was really starting to panic. I was aching and I was tired and I was cold and I was thirsty and I looked behind me to see how far back I would have to travel, which is something I really shouldn't have done because that just made me panic even more. I stared down the hill, and I wished someone would pass me by so I could wave them down, and that's when I saw. The car came traveling up slowly, a very clean sound, the kind of car everyone would be envious of a super shiny solid black 1966 Lamborghini Miura. Even the headlights were tinted dark gray. The car pulled right up alongside me and stopped. I was staring at my own reflection in the black tinted driver's side window. The sound of the engine was smooth and even, like a small air conditioner fan humming proudly. And that's when the engine revved for a critical roar that made my eyes vibrate. I closed them and I plugged my ears. And that was loud. What the heck was that for? And then the engine turned off. All I could hear now was the wind. And all I could do was just stare at my reflection in the window of this automobile. The window buzzed as it slowly opened to reveal bright red lights of the interior lighting from the inside of this car. A man dressed in all black appeared from the darkness. You need a lift? My eyes became clear to a man dressed in a tuxedo made from satin. The smell of vanilla and cherries came from pipe smoke bellowing out from the window of the car. I was glad to see someone, but I had a strong feeling that I shouldn't take this ride. Where are you headed? Oh, I travel wherever I'm needed. I could see his eyes now. His pupils were huge. I thought this man had to be on something. He looked as if he came out of an old Stanley comic. His hair all slicked back, everything in place. He had expensive-looking jewelry on his fingers as he tapped out his pipe to the ground. It seemed to melt the pavement where the tobacco fell. How about a ride? No, I'm fine. I got another mile or so to go. Uh, such a nice night, I thought I'd walk it. ha <laughs> Isn't that your car back there? Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I just felt like walking. I've been driving for a while and I thought I'd walk. Mm-hmm. His eyes got eerily large and a very serious expression came across his face. Well, I will see you again. And with those words, he slammed on his gas, screeching his tires as he looked at me with a terrible grin and sped away. I caught his tag number off the back of his car as he tore down the hill. S-I-C-K-L-E. Sickle. I looked behind me and noticed I was about ten feet away from my car. A tow truck, with his lights flashing, was coming over the hill from the other direction. I managed to flag him down and tell him that I had run out of gas. He had an extra five gallon tank in his truck and graciously sold it to me for $10. I put the gas in my car and I sat in the car and I just stared at my steering wheel. I was tired, a bit dazed, cold, very disoriented from the events that took place. I got my wits about me and drove off to my friend's home. Sadly, by the time I reached my friend's, I had learned that his wife had passed away shortly before my arrival. He asked if I could stay a while. I couldn't leave my friend at a time like this. And as I stepped back outside to retrieve my bags from my car, a super shiny, solid black, 1966 Lamborghini Miura pulled up alongside me. I stared again at my reflection in the black-tinted driver's side window and as the window opened, a man spoke. Are you sure you don't need that ride? I'm doing just fine. And as he sat back, I could see my friend's wife in the passenger seat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will see you again. Don't you love Lamborghinis like I do? I really love a Lamborghini. I hope tonight's story made you think about hitchhiking. I hope tonight's story gave you second thought to ever trying to climb a giant hill. Most of all, try to see your friends before it's too late. I hope tonight's story made you a little freaked out about taking rides from strangers. And if not, I at least hope I made you a little uncomfortable. So until next time, have a good night. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Land, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571 408 zerb or 9372